Hello, 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 everyone. This is Hannah Kavanagh speaking, and welcome to yet another amazing episode of T42. Because, you know, times are different. I can't, it's hard to get to guests on the show because we're all practicing social distancing. So the guest that I'm bringing on to the show today is actually a guest that I've been wanting to have on the show for a really, really long time. So amazing wine sommelier, workout freak, amazing mom, amazing person. I would love to give a warm, amazing welcome to my mother, Madeline Kavanaugh. How are you doing? That wasn't warm enough. Start again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Fantabidozy. Uh-huh. All right. So uh-huh. the tea that we're going to be trying today is Trader Joe's Spice Chai, um, which is a rich, robust blend of awesome black tea and exotic spices. Would you like to do the honors of reading the intro or would you the description? Sorry. Or would you like me to I do don't it? have my glasses. All right. I got you. I got you. So the traditional method of preparing chai in India is made by simmering a mixture of milk, water, tea, sweeteners and spices. But since we don't like milk and we don't like sweeteners, we're just having it plain old as is, just straight. The most commonly used spices are ginger, cardamom, cinnamon, star anise, and cloves. All right, so are you ready to taste this bad boy? Yes. Okay. It's really hot. It's still really hot, though. We can blow on it. Ooh, that's amazing. It's really spicy. Right. And I can taste the black tea as well. Nice. Well, since you're a wine som, like, what particular spice notes are you tasting? Just general spices? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing Nothing pops pops out. out. No. They're all really well knitted together. Nice. But I can taste um, a lot of black tea. Yeah. I kind of like that, personally, because I find a lot of times... With scented teas, it's a gamble because sometimes the scent overpowers the tea so much mm-hmm. that there's barely any like taste to it. So it's nice that is, it has a strong taste, but also yeah. a strong smell as well. Yes. Um, this is probably, honestly, Trader Joe's gets it right every time. Most like, of the time. Most of the time? Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, most, wait, what makes you say most of the time? Just, I mean, you know... It's not 100. Okay. They never get it 100%. It's like, so... Okay, fair. No, 75% of the time, you're always happy with Trader Joe's. All right, 75%. Oh. Um, I forgot to describe the look and the feel. I mean, not the feel, just the look. I mean, it just looks like your typical black tea. There's a tinge of orange because of the spices, I think, but... Um, yeah, if we were to go... So I, I usually ask every guest this on the show. If we were to go to Trader Joe's... And tell them about this tea. Like, what would we tell them? What would we tell Mr. Joe? I'd just tell Mr. Joe it's 8 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So now that we sip the tea, we're going to be spilling the deets on a pretty prevalent topic right now. Everyone's been talking about it. But I feel like it's an important thing to discuss. We're going to talk about... Um, the coronavirus and quarantining and how this has all impacted our lives. So let's, my first question to you is like, let's flash back. Squeeze me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's flash back to early March, like maybe March 10th or something. When we were first getting word about the coronavirus and it was mainly in Wuhan, China at the time. Um, Did you, what were your initial thoughts about this? Did you think this would just all blow over fairly soon? Like what, how did I just you... didn't think it would, I didn't think it would impact New York City that fast. 
that quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we were upstate of the 14th of March, and a week later, we were just, I mean, had to come and pick you up at the dorms. Everything happened really, really fast. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, what, what's going on? And yeah. Como, Governor Como's been doing an awesome job. I mean, I think I'm in love with this man now at this point because <laughs> he's so good. I watch him every day. He puts everybody at ease. Um, you know, and he tells us that, you know, we're in good hands with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I actually wasn't a big fan of Cuomo at first. I, don't, I, I know. I told you. I know. The thing, because I remember there was one time he was running for governor against Cynthia Nixon, and I much preferred Nixon over him. So I just wasn't like the biggest fan of him, but he really did win me over with how he's handling the whole coronavirus thing. But yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> I peaked. There we go. Yeah, but I, I mean, I totally agree. At first, when... People were, because that's actually, March 10th, I actually did see people wearing masks, funny enough, because there's a, there's the School of Visual Arts, which is right near Brookdale, mm-hmm. their campuses, um, their dorms, rather, and I noticed a bunch of people there were wearing masks, and I just thought, they're just being silly, mm-hmm. they're, this is way out of proportion, like pure germaphobe, and I just never thought we'd end up here, um, yeah, and I just the fact that people were wearing masks that early is as if they knew it was coming before I knew it was coming. The, the only people you've seen wearing masks in New York City were tourists. You see, I mean, the people have been wearing masks in the city for a number of years now, but it's always been tourists. Yeah. Um, but then you see that kind of uptake that people you're like, well, yeah, everybody starts wearing masks, mm-hmm. and then we're being told to wear gloves and masks and. Yeah. But yeah, it's just um. Everything just happens so, so fast. For sure. I was going to ask you, actually, so about, because I know whilst all this was going on initially, as we both know, like I was staying at the Brookdale dorms Mm -hmm. and I was just doing, going about, not my normal business. I mean, I was still social distancing, you know, in a way, but I was still staying at the dorms. I mean, were you surprised that that decision was like I'm surprised they actually, I'm surprised they kept you in the dorms so long. I thought you'd have been out the dorms way before they kicked you out. Yeah, I mean, what did you think of, did you think that that was a good idea for, like, CUNY schools to keep their dorms open despite everything that was going on? Like, what were your thoughts on no, that? No, I didn't think heard? it was a good idea. I thought that you, that you guys stayed in the dorms too long, and all of a sudden it was a mad rush for everybody to get you out the dorms. Mm-hmm. So they never gave parents, you know, much time. For so sure. So that wasn't cool. No, not at all. I had um, to abandon my fridge and put like, um, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I mean, I there was no like, way, there was no way I was, it. there was no way I was coming to the dorms to help you get your your gear out. So that's why I said I'll just wait in the car, mm-hmm. and you can get the trolley and get all yeah. your stuff in and out. But it was a bit of a mad rush, and it was chaotic as well. For sure. Um, so for me, cause we have two different perspectives on it, right? Because I was, I was going in and out, like just moving things out. Right. And I, I did see it pretty much everyone except for me was wearing a mask and that was kind of freaked me out. I was just, I just had my gloves on, but because we were like, where did they get in the masks exactly. from? Exactly. Yeah. Cause they were like the, it wasn't just any old mask. It was like the N95 ones or like the surgical masks. It was weird. And then we're waiting on Trader Joe's line. And there's a guy outside Trader Joe's selling masks. Like individual. <laughs> Someone got, everybody just cashes in and such. Yeah. It's horrible. Tragedy, though. I know. Yeah. 
But um, I so I, that's the perspective I have. But I was wondering what your perspective was because you were outside, like as parents were, you know, waiting for their kids to drop off their things. Did you feel like there was a sense of anxiety that parents had? Because I know you talked to a couple. Oh right? yeah, I think everybody was, you know, there's a lot of paranoia and fear, and you know, and it was just awful. Yeah, I'm just glad we just made one trip. I mean, there was there was parents say with U-Haul trucks, and then. There's not enough. We've got one, you know, one road that takes us into Brookdale and everybody's double parked. And I mean, it was just, it was a bit of a disaster. Yeah. But here now, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. Everything. Right. Get okay. it. Um, so now we're here, right? And so how did you adjust to all of a sudden, like, your 19-year-old daughter is back home? I haven't. Adjusted. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have not adjusted to that at all. Thanks, um, mother. No. It's you know we've actually been getting on okay. It's it's hard. Yeah. You're stuck in a, a an apartment and you know and then you, you have to mask up to go downstairs. You need to get the gloves on. To walk the dog. To walk the the gloves on the mask on. And you're like oh. No, it's rough. I mean, I feel like, because I remember we were both talking about, speaking of which, like bringing up the dog walking, I remember we were talking about how Nala was acting weird mm-hmm. and has been acting weird since all this has started. But it's funny how intuitive like her, her yeah. like pets can be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like she senses something up because... Well, she but, knows that we're never, you're never here this length of time. And the yeah. fact that, I, I mean, we're just always home, so... She knows there's something in the air. Mm-hmm. And then when she sees us with the masks outside as well, she's kind of... Like, the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so now that we're back home, I feel like well, now the whole quarantining thing has gotten a lot more mm-hmm. stringent. Um, but I was wondering how all this has affected how you handle your work, not even just from a techno- like a technological perspective of it all being online, but... In terms of like mentally and emotionally with your job, like how has this affected you? Well, you know, I'm in the wine business and all the restaurants have shut down. Mm-hmm. But I'm quite lucky enough to have a lot of stores that I deal with and they're all doing curbside. Sorry. Yeah, so the restaurants have all shut down. The stores are doing curbside um, curbside pickup and delivery. Some of the stores are still open, which I'm quite surprised at. Um, but just the fact that you know, all these people that worked in restaurants have lost their jobs and and then with the stores as well, it's like I can't approach them as if it's business as usual. I, you know, I have to give them some space. I don't know if I should be calling them. I don't know. So I'm basically just ch- make sure I'm buying my phone, checking my emails. Um, you know, I give them like our business hours now, which have changed or delivery days have changed because of what's going on so I'm just keeping them in the loop of what's going on with the company but I have to really tread carefully in these times because you just don't know who has been affected or you know so I could be, I could be talking to a buyer and their family members just passed or whatever so yeah I'm basically kind of you know I'm careful of how I approach them. That's actually an interesting point because I never 
hold on, I'm just turning my volume up. That's an interesting point you brought up because I was never, I never really thought of it from that perspective. I just thought, oh, it must be, it must be harder to like advocate for yourself and make a sale solely because, you know, business is going to slow down because we're in an economic recession. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. Like I never looked at it from an emotional perspective of like, oh, this buyer could actually be dealing with a relative or a friend that has COVID-19. Yeah, because I mean, we're all struggling together and yeah but i do know that you have you have had the zoom meetings with um like your team members and whatnot do yeah, you feel like that's boosted work morale in any way yeah for we just you? yeah we, we you know we go on the zoom we have a chat we do it twice a week we do like virtual tastings which is kind of cool and you know we just talk about you know how how we're all doing as a group and you know how we're we're approaching business, mm -hmm. you know, because we're all on commission. So if we don't sell wine, we don't really make any money. But at the end of the day, it's not all about money. It's about everybody has to be safe. Mm -hmm. So that takes a, a backseat for sure. Yeah. You know, so I know that April is going to be a really hard month for everybody. Mm hmm because it seems to be every day is getting worse and I can't believe we're only into the, I can't believe this is only the 9th of April. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, it's just yeah. awful because we're talking about maybe, um, I'll go into the middle of May, maybe June. Mm -hmm. But you just need to take, you need to just need to take every day at a time because you can't think that far ahead or you'll just jump out the window. For sure. I was going to ask you, because um, you spent, for those who don't know, you spent your birthday in this apartment mm -hmm. in quarantine mm -hmm. just a few days ago. And I was wondering, like, what thoughts are racing through your head, like, throughout that day? Because it must have been a really, excuse my French, it must have been a weird-ass day for you. Yeah, it was. But, you know, I was thinking this is a birthday I'll never forget. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> so next year I'll be, well... God spares me next year. Um, oh, no. That I, you know, that. I'll be able to celebrate outside, mm -hmm. you know. For sure. It's like even miss just going down to, just, you know, hanging out with your friends and, you know, going down to Dumbo and maybe kind of, I don't know, go for a walk. I mean, I don't even feel comfortable doing that. There's a lot of people out there still walking and... Yeah, I don't like the it. The kids are out playing frisbee and stuff like that. I don't feel comfortable um, being outside right now. No, neither do I. I mean, because we were just talking about this today, yeah. like how I um, I went to the deli to just grab a couple things and no one was practicing social distancing. And it was just, it's nerve wracking going out every single time, mm -hmm. especially, and it's also frustrating too, because I feel like we both go out of our way to like make sure we're all six feet, of, six feet apart from everyone. Like we'll literally, like, I don't know about you, but I'll literally... Um, I'll literally <laughs> wait six feet away from yeah. someone to so that they pass me, and then I'll just like go on a block or something. Yeah. And then Trader Joe's, if you can down the oh. aisle and nobody's six feet apart, and then you turn to go down to the next aisle and somebody's right in front, and you go, you jump back. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Um, but so, like, go work aside, and also like going out to get essentials and like so the whole social distancing thing. All that aside. Um, what do you, how do you find yourself keeping busy during a time like this? Especially when it's so easy to not be productive. Well, we do, 
the Duolingo every day, mm-hmm. learning French, which I'm pretty crap at, but I just, you know, I do my best. I'm doing it every day. Oh, good stuff. Um, we have our workout on YouTube. Even if it's 20 oh, minutes, God. half an hour a day, that's always good. You've got to have something that you do every single day. Do you feel like there's, um, because I don't know about you, but for me personally, I think social media has had a, not a, it's not a detrimental impact, but I mean, I do feel a sense of pressure to be productive every day, Mm -hmm. which I should just feel that pressure from just on my own anyway. But there's always that added pressure to be productive because everyone is working on this art project or doing this thing or you know, posting this video about yoga and you're like, okay, I got to be productive. And then if you're not productive, you just feel like terrible. You're going to have a day where you don't want to do anything. Like I'm not going to do anything. It's a struggle to even shower. Yeah. You know, but um, that's fine. You can have those days and you can have productive days. Every day can't be super productive. For sure. It just, it's impossible. Yeah. You know? For sure. I I was having a rough day today and I thought, oh my God, I need to do this tea for two. Oh, I could tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Off the record, I could totally tell you. Just, I could tell you couldn't be bothered. I just couldn't be bothered. But that's why, so that's why I didn't play the guitar. I didn't bother with the extra extremities. Oh, like, don't blame it on me about the guitar. I'm not blaming yes, it on you. Guitar's in the room. That's got nothing to do with me. But today was just a struggle. I, I'm, yeah. and I've, Some days I'm just really lethargic. And, but, you know, see, when you wake up in the morning, you're just like, we're all in this together yeah <laughs> to quote the high school musical song mm-hmm. we're all in this together yeah no. and we have sure. a, you know i've got family in scotland we're doing the whatsapp together lauren sends funny videos and yeah you know i gotta say this really has brought people together i mean it's a shame that it took like a global pandemic to get there but i'm glad we're there and i hope it stays that way after the fact like i don't know i hope so but i give it a few weeks even... I, give <laughs> really? a, I give it a few weeks and everybody's yeah. back to normal not, so we're not gonna... back to normal, but not communicating or yeah. picking up the phone as much as they were. So we're only going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya for three weeks. And then it's like, all right, it's like, see ya. bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. No, I'm, oh, yeah. I keep peeking because you know what it is? We're both really loud talkers. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, yeah, I pretty much. the so I, have a que- things... I, have a, I have a question for you. So what Ooh. was it like for you to be back here? With your mother? Like- Honestly, I love it, to be honest with you. I, <laughs> and I'm not just saying that to say that. Like, um, I think if I were staying at Brookdale right now, I'd be super lonely. Super duper lonely. Because most people were out at the time. I yeah. only had, like, maybe, like, two, three. Like, I only had a handful of friends that right. were around. But we couldn't even hang out because it's not social distancing. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think here's it's really nice. I feel like there's room there's room to move around, but also it's super convenient because I only need to walk like six feet to get to my bathroom in the mm-hmm. kitchen, whereas at Brookdale I had to walk like down a long ass on your flip to get flops. To put on my flip flops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think the transition it was actually a lot smoother than I thought it would be. Um, I thought we would be bickering a lot more for some peculiar reason, but we're not, we're which is doing great. Fine. Yeah. We're doing good. No, for Thank sure. Thank God for Netflix and all the yes. Hulu and everything and everybody. It's good. You know, I've been, you know, my friend from work emailed me a whole bunch of suggestions, like, you know, mm-hmm. movies and kind of series I should check out. So that's good as well. You know, 
my friend, my good friend Jerry, we talk every day, and he, acts, he says, you know, what, what did you watch last night? I tell him what I watched. He tells me, you know, we yeah. keep everybody, and I've done a Zoom as well with my friend Laura and Amelia. Um, we've done that as well. I'm doing another one on Saturday with Marcy. So it's good to, thank God for Zoom as well. People are really connecting through Zoom, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel the same way. Zoom has been... Zoom's been a godsend. I mean, because I, I Zoomed Dylan and Turner, who have both been four previous guests on the show. Uh, I Zoomed both of them like two nights ago, and it was so much fun. And then I also did a Zoom a little over a week ago with um, um, a group of friends from high school. It was just so I, I wish I could do it more often, but it. it but I, I can make that happen because we have all the time in the world to do that. So that, that's, there's that's, no excuses anymore. Yeah, that's so. another one. Is you're like, oh my god, I need to go on a Zoom today. It's like because I don't want to look terrible, you know. I, I but I, it does get you to get changed into nice clothing, like put on some makeup, makeup. or something. Yeah. Get your hair done. <laughs> get your hair done. Yeah, hated makeup done that day because <laughs> yeah. you're going on a Zoom call. Yeah. You know? No, for sure. Well, for my birthday, I'm on a Zoom call for my birthday, as I said, with Jerry, Laura, and Amelia. Um, and I got all dressed up. Had my lipstick, yeah. my red lipstick on. I had my fresh you shirt so nice. on. It was, it was awesome. Oh, I looked fabulous that day. Hell yeah, you did. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I made the, the effort, so that's good. So, yeah. you know. Um, no, for sure. But there's light at the end of the tunnel for all of us, that's for sure. For sure. I would say, yeah, the one thing, the great, one of the few positives about this whole scenario is that I have been doing stuff that I've been wanting to do for a while, but I've said that I haven't had the time to do it, Mm -hmm. quote, and now I have all this time to just do it. Um, I'm reading again, which is nice, and I'm not an avid reader, but it's like, I don't know, for me, it's a sense of escapism to to read, Mm -hmm. because then it just transports me into another world that's outside, Mm -hmm. and it's like, ooh, that's cool. So, <laughs> so let, let's talk about the people that actually um, were on vacation and realised they couldn't get back. Like my f- oh yes, that's my Scottish right. friends Fiona, Fiona, Willie, and Mia went to Cambodia to visit their son. Yeah, and the airport shut down, so now they're in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. They can't get back to Scotland. So, and yeah, I don't see them crazy. getting back till at least July. No, I wouldn't say July. Really? Maybe m- May. May? M- end of May. I don't know. But they booked a place for a month. So they're going to have to do month to month mm-hmm. to book a place. But yeah, I mean, we were lucky to be still in New York City. Fair. You know, so you've got to, you, I'm, we're in the comfort of our own home. Like Fiona has to, she's... True. I feel like there's pros and cons to both because like we're in the comfort of our own home, but it is like the epicenter of Mm -hmm. the virus in America. But it's like at least we are in the comfort of our own home. Mm -hmm. Like I would hate to be, I don't know, in a whole other country where you're not at home and you don't have your bearings like that can be tough. Mm -hmm. But at least they're far away from from trouble. I mean, I know in the UK it's like a lot worse than it is in Cambodia. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I've been reading a lot, playing guitar, that sort of thing. Um, but I was going to say as well, I um, I can't imagine being like an essential worker during this time because no. you're risking your life every time you walk mm-hmm. outside. It's crazy. Like, um, even though it's not like like Leo, who I was chatting with like a week ago, he's a nurse and he he 
you know, he'd actually just graduated nursing school a couple weeks ago. And now he's like thrust into working at the hospitals to, to deal with the whole like coronavirus pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that's must be so jarring to deal with. That's in Paris, right? In Paris. Yeah. It's like you graduate nursing school and then there's barely any room to like breathe. And all of a sudden you're just, I can't even imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, so where do you, I was going to ask you, so what do you plan? Cause everyone is setting goals for themselves, like during the whole quarantine thing, working on cool things or, and whatnot. But what do you, what goals have you set for yourself? Like during your time in like staying home? Well, I told you the Duolingo is a big deal for me. Okay. <laughs> you know, no trying to learn that's French. True. I haven't, at last, I mean, God. Could you see that? Can you see yourself keeping that up after this is all over? I hope so. Mm-hmm. I really do, you know. It's fun. Because it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, working out at home, working out in the apartment is not fun at all. Because no. you, you don't have, I mean, I'll, you know, like go to hot yoga in the morning, I walk down the block and it's the studio's there and it's a hot room and it's just mm-hmm. and to do to do it in the you know in the apartment is just that's a real chore for me um, for sure but I make sure I do it every other day or every day anyway because it makes me feel good and the days I don't do it I just feel miserable so um that needs to be part of my routine mm-hmm. but yeah I picked up I mean I started reading again too you know um I reconnected with my brother Yay! You know, Aww. as well, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Yeah. But uh, so in terms of like dabbling in leisurely activities, so, you know, what are you watching right now? What are you reading right now? Do you, can you, would, is there anything that you would suggest for the listeners? Well, I'm reading um, The Testaments. By Margaret Atwood? Yes. Nice. Which is really good. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like the follow-up after The Handmaid's Tale. So I don't know if this is going to be put on Hulu as well, but it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, My Brilliant Friend. So good. It's so good. Oh, my Lord. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll explain the, the basic plot of it. We're both watching it yeah, together. So, so. Um, It's about, I'll give you the briefest plot the synopsis possible because you got to check this out. It's about these two best friends. They grew up together. They're from Naples. Um, Lila and Elena, whose nickname is Lenu. And it just kind of tracks, like, you know, currently they're in the adolescent phase because it's season two. But it it's just kind of... It's a foreign series. It's a foreign series. Um, but it just kind of tracks, like, them growing up, how they're developing as women. Like, Elena's going to school. Lila's running her own business. And she's married. So, anyway. But that's all I'll say. It's... You got to watch it. Um... But yeah, is there anything else that you... I started watching the Hillary Hillary Clinton documentary. That's pretty good as well. I would give that a look if you haven't. It's pretty good. Um, I wasn't really a fan of, well, Hillary, but um, she's a a force to be reckoned for sure, especially when you see her back in when she was in her 20s. My Lord. Yeah. She was full on. Great. Really, Mm -hmm. really cool to watch. It's a great documentary. Um, What else? Oh, Tiger King? Well, that's well, just, that's just like that's just, general knowledge, though, yeah, right? That's just kind of, that's a, that's a guy's, <laughs> guy's off his head. Oh, it's crazy. Because you know what it is? I I couldn't help it. I found myself laughing throughout because it, it's like a mockumentary. It's like, yeah. this is Spinal Tap, but for tiger zoos, yeah. you know? But it's real. It's crazy. Joe Exotic. Oh, dear. <laughs> not, not exotic. Not exotic at, at all. all. 
<laughs> the hair too. Oh, it's gotta go, man. Oh, it's gotta go. Yeah. Um, in terms of, geez, I've just about find myself bit, like watching a lot of video essays about movies because I'm a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. And there's this series on this YouTube channel called The Take that analyzes different like female tropes, like femme fatale, the cool girl, the smart right. guy. I don't know. And it really yeah. breaks it down in a way that's, it's really cool. And we watched, we watched an old movie the other night, um, Kate Blanchett and... Oh, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. It was made, 2008 it was made, right? Yeah, around there. It's, and it's, I mean, this is 2020. I mean, it's aged really well. So it's good. just... It's a brilliant movie, and the acting in it's phenomenal. Notes on a Scandal, it's You called. need to check it out. It's so good. Notes on a Scandal. Yes. That's really good as well. My lord, yeah. Um, also, yeah, and in terms of what I've been reading, Jane Eyre, I mean, it's a classic novel, so of course it's going to be amazing. I mean, I guess that's all I can say. Like, it's not, it's pretty well known at this point. Um, most of my friends read it in high school, but I guess to wrap things up, mm-hmm. um, so, I guess I, this is kind of a two-part question. Um, like, what little things do you think about a lot that you miss? And also, and once we're done with the whole quarantine thing, like, what do you plan on doing? Like, when the, all this is over, what's the first thing that you'd like to do? I just miss being out and about, you mm-hmm. know? Um, you know what you mean? I, I got on and off the trains a lot during work, but right now I, I would be terrified to go on the trains. Mm-hmm. So you take stuff like that for granted, you know. Um, you know, meeting a friend for a glass of wine or, you know, just the stuff that you just... I never in a million years thought that we'd be all walking around with masks and avoiding one another and, you know, walking across. If you see someone with that doesn't have a mask on, you actually... I mean, I literally walk on the other side of the, the street. Me too. So I don't have to pass them. Stuff. I mean, it's insane. So, and when it, all this is blown over, um, I think I have a party. Yes, that'd be a, a rooftop party. I think I have a party. You know, a party, a party, <laughs> and a toast. Of <laughs> a birthday party when it's all over. You should. You should. <laughs> a big shindig. <laughs> a big. Are you gonna? <laughs> a, you see a big a big knees up. <laughs> this is Scotland. A big shindick. Shindig, sorry. Shindig. <laughs> <laughs> and a big knees up. Um, oh, my Lord. But yeah, just, celib- yeah. just a lot of celebrations, gonna, for sure. Are you going to wear your ball gown dress? You know, the pink one with taffeta you know and the rhinestone bustier? You know, um, <laughs> this big silver gown I've always wanted to wear. It's actually, it's, it's a nice dress. Show. It's really, really nice. Um, Just to dress up again, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'd say for me, I, I'm a nerd, man. I miss going to class, yeah. like physically going to a classroom to learn. Yeah. I find the Zoom classes, I mean, God bless the professors. They're doing their darndest, but it, considering the circumstances. But it's so, um, I don't know. It's not motivating at all for me to do my homework. To I just feel, and I don't really know where I'm at, like academically, because mm-hmm. everything's online and it's hard to like keep track of what people are doing. It's just, it's weird. It's so weird. Um, so I guess I miss, I miss going to class. That's a weird thing to say. And then I miss seeing my friends and just giving them a nice big hug. Right. I miss, I miss hugs. You know, I mean, it, it, obviously you can't do that because we have to stay six feet apart, but. 
I don't know, just greeting people and being able to like hug them and be like, oh, I miss you. Yeah, I think after this is all over, I don't think people will be really apprehensive to be back into the hugging thing, for sure. And I'm like, do we have to continue to wear masks as well when we go on the trains? It's like... It's crazy. So we really don't know how this is going to end up. But... Fair. We're getting there. Yeah. We just need to get April over with and then... We'll see what happens. You know, kind of sneak into May and then take it from there. For sure. All right, mommy, thank you so much. Well, it was an absolute pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being on this episode. This was so much fun. This will be your best episode ever. Oh, I'm sure sure it will be. Tea for two. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a quarantine episode, tea for two. It's always tea for three. Or as they say in in French, as we're learning on Duolingo, um, uh, tea perdu, tea perdu, tea for two. All right, so this is Tea for Three, where we sip the tea and spill the deets. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye. Is that good, Hannah?